Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I got, got the being of the minds here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is an all-star crew. What a humbling <laughs> experience to be in the... Uh, the presence of Coach Warzoo and the infamous Panther rant. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm blessed to be here. They I know. <laughs> I know. I got so much. I, I mean, I wish I could have had you guys before the tournament. I could have known who to, what, what teams to pick, but I don't know. It's, this tournament's so unpredictable. With, you know, I'm not I mean, sure but, I could have been any help. I probably would have taken Kentucky to the Final Four. Yeah, I had them losing – I had them losing to I think Purdue I think in Elite Eight. Not to double check, but I had them. I didn't have. I had. I had Baylor and uh, Gonzaga facing off in the Final Four. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. I had. Yeah, I, 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 I had Gonzaga win it all, but I don't fill out a bracket. Warzu. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had. Uh, I had two brackets, and I had one with Kentucky, so that's obviously done. And then I got Purdue winning it all. Same know. with my preseason pick in one in one of them, Purdue over. Yeah, uh, you're Arizona. you're you're a big Ethan Morton guy. <laughs> no, <laughs> not not necessarily a big Ethan Morton. I'm a big Jaden Ivey guy. I actually, uh, you know, I feel like that was more. They, I, I kind of <laughs> had them as a sleeper last year, getting to the Final Four, um, and I figured, hey, maybe I was a year early. Um, yeah, you know, that's with that pick. Right. Right. So yeah, I'm watching. Look, look, they're they're showing some old guy dancing in the crowd at the Creighton game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know that that uh, I still think that uh, the game last night best one of the tournament so far. No. Yeah. yeah I, um, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I, I, I agree. What about you? Yeah, I'll tell you what I. I mean, the Richmond-Iowa game was was a pretty good game today. Um, but, I mean, this – the Kentucky game's up to – it's been a very good – I thought it was going to be more of a snoozer the first uh, the first day for some reason, but it it actually turned out pretty well. I'm going tomorrow, so I'm hoping it's a repeat of the first time uh, in Pittsburgh last year. Or, I mean, you know, four years ago, whatever that was. Uh, we had some good games. Who's who's all in that bracket tomorrow? So the early set, I believe, is the it opens with Loyola in Ohio State, mm-hmm. and the three o'clock game I want to say is Villanova. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, UAB Houston at night, and then maybe Illinois. I know Illinois Chattanooga is there at night. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That's that's a, that's a, a lot of good games right there. Outside of probably the Villanova game, I'm tired uh, of seeing Villanova here. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it, it, they might they might as well be in Pittsburgh with how often they're here now. Yeah, I mean, give me another team. <laughs> right, right, right. Tired of seeing uh, Jay right here. He's given us enough misery. Yeah, I know. Ever since Scotty Reynolds, I've I just love seeing I love seeing Villanova in the tournament. <laughs> Yeah. I'll be honest with you guys. I have not even – listen, I'm not even lying. I have not seen 
that Scotty Reynolds shot ever. Because ever? we were, we listen, really? we were at lot. It's a crazy story. We were at lot 17 at the bar watching that game, direct TV cable goes out. Right when, right when, right when the ball's inbounded to Villanova is about to be inbounded by Villanova, the cable goes out. People are standing <laughs> on the bar going crazy. Cable comes back on. The ball is through the net. <laughs> I have not watched the replay. I, you might think that I'm exaggerating. I have not watched the replay. Wow. Not even seen it at all. <laughs> Me, me and my – that was the year after I graduated. Me and my brother uh, flew up to Providence and then took the train into Boston to go to the Sweet 16 and, and uh, in the Elite Eight games, and, and it, that was not a good trip home. It was – that was just – that was heartbreaking. Yeah. My – um, I think I – yeah, I was right before I moved to Houston. I remember I watched it with my dad and my uncle when – I just remember I said my I, I, my uncle I swear to God he looked like somebody died he just he, yeah I, I thought we were at a funeral home together it just he looked like he was about to cry that's that was yeah that was a pretty painful I I've I've rewatched the replay of it to see you know what went wrong and and uh, I don't know it just he just got the ball and made a hell of a hell of a play well the Jermaine Dixon turnover before that was even you know probably even more dev- like that's probably even bigger Ugh. play than the than the Reynolds going to make that play, you know? You're, yeah, you're 100% right, and that's kind of like mm. the – I feel like that's kind of like the Barry Bonds, Chico Lane type of scenario where everybody's yep. blaming the Barry Bonds bad throw, but it was kind of that Chico Lane uh, error where you're, you're exactly yep. right. That's your main Dixon turnover. Might have been more Turn costly to... than maybe the Ole by Gill or, you know, or what whatever. You, what, about, what about the missed third strike? <laughs> that, that, oh, yeah. that was pretty damn bad too. That was also bad. <laughs> I know. What, I, what I, was the more heart- what, what was the more heartbreaking moment? Cincinnati or uh football in two thousand nine or, or uh Villanova in two thousand nine? Oh, that's know, a good one. I, I'll be honest with you, somebody brought it up on Twitter, um, and I never even thought about it like this. I was there for that butler loss. And maybe, maybe because I saw the actually saw the ending, mm. that was more heartbreaking than the Reynolds ending. Because maybe because I never saw it, uh, right? But man, I felt like they had a great chance once they got through. Once they got through uh, Butler. Well, that, that I I've said to people like, you know, this the 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 difference between coaching like coaches is like so thin. It's unbelievable. Like, if if they win that game. Who's to say they don't make that same run? Like you just said, they don't make that same exactly. run that Butler makes. And Jamie Dixon is coaching in the NBA instead of Brad Stevens. No, I, I mean, you're, you're 100% right. I mean, USA basketball mm-hmm. got ties to a lot of those big-time young guys. You know, that's a great point. Um, you know, like I said, I was there, you know, in the building for that. So maybe mm-hmm. I have a little bias towards that outcome being more disappointing. But uh, – yeah. I love going against the grain and non cliche, I guess. Yeah, Shelvin. Yeah, he, I think Jamie Kate coached, uh, he coached Shelvin Mack, I think, in that U19 tournament. I guess, I think it was right before that season began, I think. Right, right. Yes, he did. He did. He did. Um, 2009 Cincy football for me, because I didn't get to go to the game. I was coaching at LaRoche College at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
my brother's texting me scores while I'm on the bench. And he said, I just, it's like 31 14 or something. And, and he said mm-hmm. he just booked his ticket to New Orleans. And that asshole against us. <laughs> oh, man. I, you know, that's back when I had also had pit football season tickets. And, you know, like you said, they're up there. They're up big. And we're, we're getting, we're around all kinds of fancy fans. And we're getting into them. Yeah. Oh, Papa. See, it's a Papa John's pizza bowl. See, it's the Little Caesars bowl. This, you know, luckily, luckily our buddy who was at the 50-yard line down low said, hey, come on down, you know, at halftime. We had seats down here because there was all pit fans. Around. I couldn't imagine the scene if we had stayed up around those Cincy fans up, you know, in the in the 300 level or we're up 200 level in Heinz Field. It could have been bad. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Is, is that since you lost the worst pit, lo- pit football loss of all time? In your lifetime. In your lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that I think that's the worst I've ever experienced. I don't I don't think I've ever been lower than that. I mean, yeah. I mean, just the expectations. And look, you can't count the uh, Fiesta Bowl against Utah because that was like the first. You know, we're, yeah. we're going to get back. Right. But that's Cincinnati. I mean, especially because what that could have did for the program, you know, all of a sudden yeah. win that you're playing against Tim Tebow in Florida and the Sugar Bowl, and you probably yep. fare better than Cincinnati. But once that might still be the coach if he wins that game. Probably, oh, 100%. yeah. Because yeah, it was uh, a very fine line of him getting, of him getting fired or, or let go. Yeah. Um, right, right. Yeah, that, the Sun Bowl, I think, really um, – he really fell off favor after that Sun Bowl. And I think, you know, after blowing that game against uh, Cincinnati, I think that was pretty much the beginning of, beginning of the end for him. You know, that was that, fi- right. that final year. That final year, they start they, – they were Big East favorites, and they came – they start off bad at the gate, and then they were – you know, they were – they recovered a little bit, and then all of a sudden they just – um, uh, that backyard bar – Backer Bronx Morgan time, you know they. Oof, that was like one of the, one of the worst backer brawls I've ever seen. They just they just got destroyed at home. I mean, I oh, mean that, yeah. that 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 Thursday night Utah game was, was oh. just a disappoint. I mean, another disappointment where you know that was a pit team where you thought, man, you know they could get back. They could another disappointing loss to start the season, and it, once you lose that one game, it's over. And then, the, the, you know, the moment I knew it was over, we're playing Miami that year in 2010, and it's like 17-3 in the third quarter, and there's a, there, there's a defensive timeout or whatever, and, and we're getting our ass kicked, and, and the entire defense is out there, like, dancing to, you know, whatever the popular rap song was at the time. It's just like, you know, you're getting killed. Is that, that when Dan Mason uh, got injured? Is that that same Miami? Yes, that was when Dan Mason got injured. Yep. Oh, yep. I was. Yep. You, you know, it's funny you say that because I was losing my mind coming out of it, coming out of there, and because those guys were on the, you know, guys are on the sideline laughing and stuff. Uh, you know, I couldn't, but you know, they're getting embarrassed on national television, and like you said, guys are on the sideline dancing and laughing. It was insane to me. Yep, no doubt. Yeah, but just I remember, yeah, because I think the point the players were kind of, I don't know if they, they, it seemed like at times they didn't take one step serious, you know, like they just, I, I don't know, there was there was times where they, they people felt that Dave was more 
I guess, easy on the players and, you know, than other coaches were. But uh, I know. Yep. And I think there was a report where he, there was a lot of off-field incidents for Pitt that, that year, and I pretty much he had nothing really to stand on after that. I mean, he, you know, what, you know, once things went downhill, that was, you know, that was about it. He, you know, and then, of course, we went through the whole coaching carousel until Narduzzi came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, that was that was a cast of characters going through Haywood and uh, and then Todd Graham and and then and then having uh, you know Chris. Uh, we were just it, oh man, was he bland? Uh, oh, he was. <laughs> I mean, that was just that was a disaster. What a disaster! Bunch of years for Pitt football that was. Yeah, it, just it, it wasn't looking too good with uh for for a little bit with Narduzzi either. Um, no, you know, luckily he he salvaged a little bit this year. Uh, to be honest with you, I I still think the season was a little more disappointing than most uh, due to the fact that I don't know when Pitt. Well, granted, thank thankfully they look good for this coming year. Hopefully. But who knows when they'll be in that position, you know, moving forward where they could get to, you know, the playoffs. But then they lose to a team, you know, a team like Western Mich- Western Michigan, who's not even top tier in the MAC, but they're middling no. the bottom tier uh, MAC school. I, I don't know, you know, people. A lot of people think that this season was a great success. It was a great, a great season. Pickett had a great season, but to me. Looking back compared to other seasons, I think it was more of a disappointment just because of where they could have been without yep. another one of those typical pit nor doozy letdown losses, or even you could even bring back Wani. I mean, all those pit letdown losses. I mean, it just all goes back to that. It's it's yeah. been that way since 1982. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember I had season tickets for 2003, and you know, and. That was a big year. We were, I think they were, they were preseason top ten, top fifteen. High, you know, Larry Fitzgerald, Heisman candidate, Rod Rutherford coming back, and they had a def- I guess, but they lost some key components of their defense, and they just couldn't stop the counter for the the, the, the counter misdirection plays for anything. They're just their defense, and of course, Brandon Myrie got hurt, and they had no, then a running back for the most part, and. Pretty much, the offense was pretty much Rutherford, you know, throwing the ball, throwing the ball, to whoever. Right. Who was who was the backup on that team? Was that was that uh, Nick uh, Nick going? I uh, that was, was Joe. Uh, I think it was Jawan Walker actually. Oh, okay, okay. When yeah, was Nick, Nick. When was Nick going? That he was Nick there with going. Kevin Barlow. That's right. It was Barlow and going. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Wall and Wall kept shuffling between both of them. I think both you know both Barlow and Goings went you know they went to the NFL. I think you know Goings played for Carolina for a little bit, and um, Barlow I guess had a few years in San Francisco and then just he uh, he just I don't know if his career just flamed out or what. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk some hoops. Yeah. What? Uh, so all right. Let's go into uh, Warzu. Have you, have, you, have you had any games that you uh, you like today gambling? You know what? Today today was not not that great of a day. Um, was one and one. Uh, you know, actually, it hasn't been that bad. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one and one so far. I got Arkansas on the back end of a two uh, two team money line parlay with Providence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying. Kentucky screwed me. I uh, had them minus sixteen. We'll rip that. Mm-hmm. We'll, is the back end of a parlay. We'll rip that up, and then I got Mercer minus two tonight. Um, hoping hoping to get hot tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, by the way. I just came across on Twitter that Dickie V had Iowa versus Kentucky in the final game. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Dickie V can rip that. He can rip that one up. Uh, yeah, uh, he, 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 uh, I feel bad ripping on him just because of what he's been going on, going through. But man, you know, that's uh, that's a brutal, that's Iowa's a brutal true. first day. Yeah, I mean, li- listen, that's that's not a good start to your bracket. I uh, I forgot that I did have Iowa in a money line parlay and they screwed me. You know, I, I thought that Richmond was gonna be, you know, kinda out of gas. I thought listen, when you shoot when you're two for twenty at one point as a team from three and yeah. uh the McCaffrey kids four for six, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I mistakenly took. I, well, this was good. I took actually. Um, I took St. Peter's with the uh, with plus eighteen on a, on a Kentucky, so I did pretty good there. Uh, I took New Mexico plus six and a half over UConn, but I took the under, which was one thirty two. And yeah, they 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 scored one thirty three. So yeah, there's. I hate I hate picking unders because they're always stressful. Yeah. So who do we like tomorrow? Who's everybody's leans tomorrow? I know there. I know. Uh... Loyola is a is a popular is a popular pick. I know because Ohio State has been struggling. To be honest with you, yeah. I was, uh, I, I you know, I'm out of the gambling game, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, who I'd pick, but uh, and I don't even know the line, so I I can't go with anything like that. But uh, you know, what what are you guys' thoughts? Usually, you want to fade whoever the the uh, the entire public is taking, though. So uh, yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know if I'd take who. I don't know if I'd take Loyola. Yeah, I'm a big, I, I'm a big fade the public guy. Plus, they have a new coach too. I mean, they don't have the same coach as before. And but since Mister Gene's still there. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I, I like I said in my pod, in my my earlier podcast, I said I'm surprised the churches don't invite and like have a cover to the, get in the church, you know, you know. Oh, she should listen. She should be eating for free at Epiphany. She should be eating for free at Epiphany tomorrow for sure. Give her, <laughs> give her holy, give her. Listen, give Sister Jean the double halushki, the mac and cheese, <laughs> the one pounder, <laughs> and send her out the door. Let's get Leola a win tomorrow. Oh my! You're you're a Sister Jean fan. Listen, I'm so sick of Sister Jean. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a, it's a little close to my heart because I was helping out Coach Seifert over at the Shady Side Boys and Girls Club. And a little known fact: mm. Sister Jean's first year at Loyola, he was on the basketball team. Oh wow! Oh wow! Nice. And, and the crazy here's the, so here's the here's a crazy story about this guy Peabody legend, uh, multiple sports goes on to play minor league baseball for the Cardinals, quits, enrolls at Loyola Chicago to play hoops, plays like half a season, and the NCAA says, hey, um, we actually forgot that you took money to play minor league baseball, so you're ineligible and you can't play college basketball. <laughs> 
Wow, that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is what, I mean, whenever, that was Sister Jean's first year there, so that's got to be, what, 70 years? I mean, shoot, 60 years ago. Jeez. 70, I mean, yeah. It's amazing that old bag's still around. Listen, yeah, I mean, let's just hope she gets through this. Let's, let's hope she gets through this tournament. She's close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the last thing we need is for her to die on TV. Oh, yeah, that'll be bad. <laughs> Uh, jeez. <laughs> what What about TCU and uh, Seton Hall? Does uh, Does Jimmy Dixon uh, get? Uh... I have TCU. I I I like TCU only because I think Kevin Willard's already focused on Maryland. Yeah. That and I, I, is Bryce Aiken out? I, I I think he's out as well. Or, or, well, or maybe he's out he's back in the Hall one. But yeah, I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't I haven't seen that. Okay. Yeah, I think Bryce Aiken is out, but I'm not sure. I mean, the Kevin Willard to Maryland, that's a good thing. Yeah, because I think Jamie won a tournament game for the first time since, uh, what, 2014? Maybe earlier. Um, Shoot, yeah, maybe longer than that, I think. It's, yeah, Yeah. it's been, it's been, it's been a very, Let's see. Um, the next, I think the the uh, maybe the year after Butler, no, the year after Butler they didn't go to the tournament at all. I think it has to be right after Elite Eight, probably the year after Elite Eight. Maybe I'm thinking. It's yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he wins a tournament game, if he if he somehow wins two tournament games at uh, at TCU, he should get a lifetime contract. Oh, tough place to win. Yeah, I, I mean they have one to Lee Nalen, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I've been to the gymnasium too for uh, t- at Texas Christian. It's it's basically a glory. I mean, well, before I renovated, it, it was it was basically a glorified high school high school gym. I mean, I'm talking division probably probably division one double A, maybe less than that. I mean, it's you know, it, you know, it's not that great of an arena. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it only seats like six thousand, right? Yeah, rice basketball seats sits, sits even less, and like it's basically um, it's almost like a glorif- and that's a glorified like middle school gym almost with bleachers. I mean, I I like I like go there because I can get really good seats to watch you know, to watch college basketball. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing the job he's done there, and like they have such a young team too i you know they're going to be freaking good again next year so mm-hmm. uh you know i, I it's a, it'll just be interesting to see if he can add one or two pieces in the portal and and really take that thing to the next level yeah i'm, I'm interested to see what he's going to do there uh like you said they have a young team so mm-hmm. you know they can snag one or two of these you know these big time transfers who are veterans um yeah man the way the way jamie gets them get the team prepped uh, you know, from, you know, one day to game time is amazing to me. 
Uh, if there's one thing that he can do, it's get guys ready for game day. Yep, yep, yep. He does, yeah. Whereas, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about Jamie is you never can rule him out no matter what because he's always going to he's always going to fix up something. Whereas some coaches, well, some coaches are just uh, you're you're doomed from the start. So. <laughs> The uh, I'm I'm reading some Kentucky message boards right now, and oh boy, is it funny. They, I mean, they they're they're talking about how they actually legitimately hate Calipari. Oh, <laughs> that's a bold statement to make. That's a bit that listen. Then again, that's the same as when I I saw a tweet of, of some Yankees fan saying that like you know the, giving me the oh whoa is me like come on man you sound stupid like that yeah. If I remember correctly, because I remember you retweeting this, I believe, he uh, he said uh, that they're the unluckiest franchise ever or something like that. Listen, I'll tell you what. (laughs) They are the unluckiest franchise ever. My God. I I want my team to be the unluckiest franchise ever. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Yeah, because – I mean, at least I mean, they have, I mean, they have playing money. I'm sure the Dodgers should have nothing to complain about. I mean, they got some really, uh, you know, they they've they a whole bunch of whole bunch of people. <laughs> right. right. I've distanced myself from. I, listen, I gave up my fantasy baseball team to my son. I'm done. I have so little interest in Major League Baseball at this point in my life. It's ridiculous. I'm happy with going to my, you know, Akron, going to Akron, Altoona to see some minor league games, drink some cheap yeah. beer. That's it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah we got- it's just a disaster. I'll go to the first day and then won't go again. I don't even know if I watched two full innings of Pirates baseball last year. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch much Pirates. Well, I mean – other than, other than Houston, so I don't, I don't watch much. I mean, but down here it's the Astros, and I didn't watch much pit, pit basketball this year at all. I mean, I well, you didn't miss much. No, yeah, you didn't I, miss um, much at all. I, I I didn't bother going on. I didn't bother going on Twitter either to, to tweet about it because I just you know my 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 feed was nothing but misery. So I I felt like there's no sense of being miserable. I'll just go do some other go do something else in my life. Listen, there are people still out there fighting the good fight and holding out hope for Jeff Cable. All you people out there, I don't know how uh, many of you are listening. Maybe two or three. God bless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're 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 just they're they're going down with the ship. Like, You're not a capable believer, uh, was like, it? It's like the movie Titanic, where the band's still playing while the ship's sinking. There's there's a few guys out there. You know who you are. Where you're still <laughs> playing that 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 violin while the ship sinks. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and, and 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 to make it worse, I mean, you got um, who else? I said I realized yesterday, uh, Parker Stewart and um, Marcus Carr are in the, are in the NCAA tournament. Well, I think uh, well, I think Dan Saber Johnson right. don't mind all these guys. Yep, all these tournament don't mind them. <laughs> what? You know what? You know what's funny is uh, is uh, what's his name? Teddy Allen for New Mexico State. Is that his name? Teddy? Yeah, Teddy Allen. Mm-hmm. New Mexico State has thirty four or whatever he had. Was didn't play at West Virginia or wasn't good enough at West Virginia. And then Oscar has thirty two or thirty and sixteen. And he and you know obviously what he was. So I mean they're having the same problem. They're running off these kids that are 
that are that are killing in the NCAA tournament. It's it's all over. It's all over. It's so tough to keep kids now. Uh, yeah, listen, I'm just trying to picture John Hughley in the Kentucky uniform next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to picture him in the Ohio State scarlet and white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you could certainly see it happening. I don't think he's going to leave. I, he would be one of the few I think is definitely going to stay. Yeah, they stuck I could, by him. I could see pretty much everybody except for him and Burton leaving. Well, they had two te- they had two guys leave already, but those guys were more. Um, I mean, Noah Collier and uh, Chris Payton really. They, um, you know, they were just, you know, they're I guess bench warmers. I guess I don't know. They didn't see much time, so they're I'm, I'm not, they're not that big of a loss. So. They had they needed some attrition because they need you know they need to get better players. But uh, you know, it'd be nice if you had one or two guys signed by now. Uh, you know, you can't rely on getting. You know they're probably gonna have end up having six open scholarships. You can't rely on six new portal guys. Like you got to have some sort of class balance. And yeah. Especially, especially being Pitt. I mean, especially being Pitt the past couple of years. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, what are you gonna rely on? Got on other mid major guys. Listen, Mogi was a was a bright spot. Bright spot. Kevin Durant, man. Are, are you going to keep relying on mid-major guys that nobody else wants mm-hmm. to come in and carry your team? Because if that's the case, it's going to be like Bill Murray and Groundhog's Day. Like, we're going to keep waking up to 21-22, 21-22, 21-22. Because, like, who, ca- like, who cares about these guys? Like when I hear people say, "Oh, well, if they had the band day and all oh, year, like okay, they'd have two more." Oh days. yeah. Like if they had this guy and this guy and this guy, okay, what they they'd have beat uh, Virginia maybe, and they'd have one more. <laughs> win. Like, but let's let's pump the brakes here and think about getting good players instead of keeping saying, "Well." Oh, when well, next year it'll be well, Will Jefferson. He's only supposed. He really should only be a, a sophomore because he, guys, enough. <laughs> like he is what his grade is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're in college, nobody cares about any of that stuff. I, I mean, yeah. you know, no one's gonna feel bad that you enter college early. You know, when they're dunking on you as a 24 year old. What's yeah, I mean, when he's in the portal it? and ends up at St. Francis and Loretto uh, in a year, I mean, we'll all say, well, you know, technically he should be a senior right now. I mean, he should be a sophomore right now or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me the guys like Peter Kiss who are 25 that can lead the uh, nation in scoring. You know? Exactly. The, the game in 2022 is unfortunate as it may be. The game is going to be in college is going to be won and lost with a lot of older guys now, unless yeah. they're a top twenty-five kid. Yeah, right. We even so like you know, Kentucky like they have, how many how many top twenty-five kids did they have on the team? Like there's just so much variance that like you have to have older teams. But like, it's just yeah, like, and even yeah. you know like yeah. like you know, I mean, look, can't really play the older. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> cool. 
What else we got? Well, we got to sing a Mitch Trubitsky in the, oh, in yeah. the Steelers. I, I know Warzoo's oh, a huge Hey, we got all our draft picks, my man. Yeah. That's all everybody's worried I think worried Steelers about. have had a great free agency period. No, they mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was a little skeptical at first, but then, man, I mean, <clears throat> once once he sent that first shot out, they just kept rolling. I mean, the Miles Jack, the Miles Jack may be a farrier 2.0 move. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah, he gives you a solid guy in the middle to stop the run. I mean, how many how many yeah. games did we give up a hundred hundred plus yards last year? That was the worst Steeler defense against the run that I've ever seen in my lifetime. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, that was like that was like guaranteed. You know, no matter they could be twenty eighth against the pass, but you always could guarantee that they're going to be in the top five and run defense. No doubt. Oh yeah. No yeah. doubt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if you if you get to it back, you know, and then you have all these these signings. You know, even like Witherspoon, I like that. I like them re-signing him. Like, yeah. You know, he they've just had a really good, a solid off season so far. Uh, you know, I I don't know what they're going to do at receiver. I'd like to see him. You know, like somebody like Chris Olave fall to them. And then just jump all over them because basically they have Deontay Johnson and then a bunch of one-trick ponies. But uh, you know, uh, I I I don't you know I, I don't see many things they could have done better. I you know I agree. I, and I was catching a lot of flack because for the past few days on social media I was saying the Steelers should take a wide receiver early and look, guys. I get it. I'm used to it for giving opinions on Twitter and people killing me, and then I'm right. But now it's looking like the Steelers are going to take maybe take a wide receiver in the first round, yeah, or maybe trade, but or maybe trade back or up in this. Just take one early. Um, yeah. The one thing I never understood is how people are saying the Steelers should take a cornerback, but they're terrible at drafting cornerbacks. So why would you want a team who's terrible at drafting a certain position to take said position in the first yeah. round? Um, but I'm with you. I mean, Alave, Garrett Wilson. A guy I like is Pickens, but I don't know if 20 is the right spot. But I'm with you. I, I think they need playmakers. Um, they got, like you said, they got too many one-trick ponies. Claypool, go route only, jet sweep, that's it. Um, I think they need a receiver. Yep, yep. Oh, they can, uh, they can, Jordan, they can wait for Jordan Asson next year. <laughs> Yeah, I I'm mean, ho- listen. I'm hoping CJ Stroud. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All the all those things would be would be great. Those would all be great. Do, do we think? I mean, a guy that a guy that they could get maybe is that Dawson from Penn State. I don't know what you guys think about him. Um, uh, you know, maybe oh, yeah. trade back in the late first, trade up, trade up a little bit in the second. Um, that could be a guy that they get some value with. Yeah, I I think he's uh, he's not fast enough for my liking. Mm-hmm. I I know he ran like what do you run like a four four three? Yeah, I mean they're it, it, it's sad, but that's not, not even fast for his size. My, I agree. And yeah. Even even talking about all these receivers and the sky more thing, I think they need that big that big true wide receiver number one. Mm-hmm. Um, who's just bigger and physical, 
like the A.J. Brown uh, along those lines, the T. Higgins, you know, the borderline wide receiver one. Um, I think that's what they need, even though the guys that are at the top of the board this year kind of are more wiry, uh, you know, pop the top off to D like Alave and Pickens. Uh, I think that's a guy. Honestly, Pickens, I think, might be the guy that the Steelers should target, and maybe they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care who it is out of, out of those wide receivers. If they pick one in the first round, I'm cool with any of them. Yeah, just, yeah. I agree with you. Just get a, Honestly, as long as they take the biggest playmaker and the best guy on the board, I don't care. I saw people saying yeah. trade up for that Jordan Davis. I'm not trading up and using draft capital <laughs> for a defensive tackle. No, no, no. Mm-mm. I mean that it, it, with with Jordan Davis and, and then Hayward and, and assuming Tua came back though, like you would have like the best defensive line in the league. No, no. That, to me, I feel like Tua is not going to play another down for the Steelers. Maybe that's you me. don't think so. I, I just something too. just something doesn't seem right to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, 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 at some point, like, it, doesn't it seem like he, that he probably missed most of last year because of his brother's death? So, there's rumors that that he that he failed drug tests or, or was oh, wow. failed drugs. There's something really? to do with failing drug tests <laughs> where he, where he, where that. I don't know. That's yeah. just what I heard. Yeah, so, that's interesting. But we'll we'll that's see. That's interesting. That that's just what I heard in the last couple of days that you know he couldn't really pass a drug test that so he used that whole stepping away. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Um, let's see. They're saying Watson's going to Atlanta, so maybe Juju probably follows. Follows. They're saying Juju may follow him to Atlanta. We'll see what happens there. Go, listen. You guys, you guys can have. They can have James Washington. They can have Juju. Take them. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was the. Yeah, that was the I'd like Juju that. back. Yeah. It's just basically the it's right price. Yeah, thing. sure for Juju, but I'm 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 kind of over it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care either way. I, to me, all that stuff like that, like you know, people thinking like, oh, that that stuff matters. Like that, the TikTok and all that BS does not matter to. To no. you know, winning or losing. No, I mean it, it's just a, it, it's annoying. His his him his uh, social media is affecting me and annoying me. So that's why <laughs> it, it, it's ruining your life. I'm to sorry, that that's such a hard organization. Just for my sanity. <laughs> just just to always. It, it, but honestly, and it's both sides. It's the juju haters and the juju lovers who both okay. junk up my timeline and make me. Absolutely crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was a prompter. Yep, five more minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I just don't, I don't care either way about Juju. I just I I kind of like. I it would be nice for Mark Madden to find a new person to pick on. Yeah, he's he's been hurting for a new person. You know, you know, with, with never tired. I don't know. I don't know what he's gonna do with himself. Right, right. Well, it, it, it's uh, the the uh, the person he has to pick on now is T.J. Watt, so he can prove he's not racist. 
<laughs> it's just so stupid. Like, yeah. You know, he, he's just an ass. He's picking on on these people because that's what he does. Like, it's not. It has nothing to do with the race. It's just. I, I uh, think both sides are idiots. To be honest, he's just like, oh, I gotta pick T.J. Watt so I don't look racist anymore. <laughs> uh, like you have, you have, the, you have the people. You have the people that wake up in the morning and are and are and want to like tweet at Mark about Mark Madden and how horrible he is. And then right, you have right. the people that wake up in the morning and want to rush to defend Mark Madden against all those losers that want to tweet about Mark Madden. Uh, I I remember I was on the way to a class, night class at Point Park, and Jerome Bettis was supposed to make an appearance on Mark's show. And he he bailed out on Mark on the last minute because of I guess because of the show on KK I guess they felt that there would be a conflict of interest, and man ripped him all throughout the sh- I guess throughout the show I got I got a class and he was still ripping Bettis I guess he was saying that you know that uh, he said that uh, Bettis you know had sex with with Jenna Jameson, and and that and, and that I, was that was ripping on him. Yeah, he was doing. Like, <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess you can say. I guess you said it's not really ripping, but uh, he he carried a grudge against Bettis for so long after that. Like he just couldn't stand Jerome Bettis. Like he just, I think he I think Heinz Ward this. Hmm? He didn't like any of those guys except for Ben. Yeah, I think it's because Ben was He hated, you know. Now, now of course he's he's doubling back on Heinz because of Juju, but he yeah, hated all those guys because because it, it was good for his rating. Yeah, he called him. He used to call him wines hard. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a. I mean, such a simple but hilarious nickname. <laughs> uh, so, all right, what do we got? Like two minutes left. Let's get let's get one last subject in. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we got? We got to see uh, about the Penguins. What, what, <laughs> What what's what's the drink of choice for the NCAA tournament? Oh man, I mean, look. So, uh, I I was unfortunately diagnosed with a gluten allergy, so it's either vodka tonic, Oof. or it gotta be a white one. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Well, you know my uh, my buddy actually uh, owns uh, my buddy from high school actually owns uh, one of those gluten free beer uh, companies that's based or out of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Or oh, wow. oh, that dude. That, I drink them all the time. Really? Oh, cool. That's that's my third. That's my only other option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- two of my buddies started that company. Yeah, man. I drink them all the time. That's my. That's the only beer I can drink. Yeah, they're not bad. They're just so damn expensive. Yeah. Listen, that's everything gluten free is triple the price of regular shit. Right. Right. You know, I, it, it's funny. We didn't even know what gluten was when we were growing up. No, no we just ate. ten years ago when I was working in the restaurant business, and people would give me their restrictions and say they're gluten free. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just I ate whatever, so it didn't you know matter. I think I didn't really I didn't really have had a, a anyway, I I really had a cashew allergy until I cashews at work one day, and my stomach felt like I ate like a bunch of glass. Oh, uh, my one of my buddies <laughs> in college was sitting at a random party popping some peanuts and looked at us and said, are these cashews? And boom, all of a sudden, face blew <laughs> up. Had to get him out of there to the hospital. It was brutal. Uh, 
Well, oh my. Well, we got 15 seconds, so I guess we can end it here. Yeah, yeah. Good Thanks talking to you guys. Uh, uh, felt like I was back on college radio. Let's yeah. let's do it again. Yeah. Yep, sounds good. No doubt. All right, guys. All right. All right.